This is the GDC Life Podcast. Wow, it's great to be here today. I feel like I'm at a party. I feel like I'm at a party. This is where the party's at. God is so good. Why don't we say that? God is so good. Say, God is a good God. The devil is a bad devil. God is a good God. Amen. It's fresh oil here. Fresh provision here. God's pouring out. Just look, looked up and I, it looks like there was a bar here once. But it feels like heaven's bar is open. He's pouring out new wine. I've had some good wine in my life, but the wine that God's pouring out, he saves the best wine till last. Intoxicating new wines, new wineskins, new wine. I sense the goodness of God in this place. Love Sydney. Best thing, a stunning city. Best thing about any city is its people. Amazing people of Sydney. And I've titled this message, Wake Up, His Waves Are Coming. So I feel it's a word for this house, but also a word for Australia. We're going to look at the book of Zechariah, which talks about this great life in the Holy Spirit. I mean, whatever the world throws at us, I feel like we have this great life in the Holy Spirit. Whatever comes our way in these testing times, we shall prevail. His kingdom is an ever-increasing kingdom. And I feel like God wants to stamp his people with victory. We walk in victory. God has really blessed you with this building. A stunning wedding venue. Who loves a wedding? Come on. Everybody loves a wedding. Recently, and I want to say Australia loves a wedding. Recently, I took a wedding. A couple of weeks ago, I took a wedding. As a pastor, I took a wedding at this amazing winery in South Australia. And it was a society wedding. Establishment family society wedding. So, you know, I had to be on my best behavior. Um, and the thing was, it was outdoors at this winery uh, with breathtaking views. Um, but it was blistering cold. And uh, for the first time, I think for like 20 years, I managed to find a singlet to wear under my... It was a black tie affair. I had to officiate in a black tie, bow tie and everything else. But I found a singlet in the drawer of my 83-year-old father. Uh, he had a singlet. I don't, can't say I got a collection of singlets, but it was blistering cold. But I was able to keep myself warm. But everything went well at the wedding. The weather cleared. It was supposed to rain. Um, but the, and the bride and groom looked amazing. But you know what happened? I forgot to pronounce the man and wife. I mean, if there's one thing you can't do at a wedding as a pastor, is to forget to pronounce the man and wife, okay? You've got one job to do. One job to do. And, and, and you're supposed to say, I pronounce you man and wife. And then you say, you may kiss the bride. But I went straight to them, you may kiss the bride, which is probably, I probably thought that was great. But legally, you're supposed to pronounce the man and wife, okay? So Darren Prosser, who's a pastor in Adelaide, he came up and whispered in my ear, you haven't pronounced the man and wife. So seamlessly, at the end of the service, I just said, I pronounce you man and wife. (laughs) Presenting for the very first time, Mr. and Mrs. So it was seamless, okay? (laughs) Society wedding, you can't mess it up. You've got one job to do. But um, it worked out all right. Why don't you turn to the person next to you and people next to you and say, I now pronounce you man and wife. Turn to the person on the other side. You may kiss the bride. 
All right, this is a wedding venue. Everybody loves a wedding. I want to say, actually, I feel heaven's kiss in this place. And there's an invitation going out to Sydney. Come to the wedding. Come to the wedding. Ah, the wedding feast of the Lamb. Come to Jesus. Come to the wedding. Come to the feast. The wedding at Cana, John 2. Jesus' first miracle. What did he do? Raise the dead? No. What did he do? Heal the cripple? No. What he did was he turned water into wine and brought the party to the people. Define what he's like. A lot of Christians out, or a lot of people in Australia think, you know, as a Christian, there's a whole set of rules. We're mummified. We're tied up. We live this, you know, loser life. I want to say, living with Jesus is the most exciting adventure ever. Became born again out of a punk rock band, Anarchy. But I, I've never lost, never lost that kind of punk, you know, um, rail against religion. Because God hasn't called us to a religious Christianity. He's called us to the feast. He's called us to the festival. I don't want to say the wedding at Cana was lavish. And Jesus said, bring your jars. Bring your jars this morning. Come to Jesus. He wants to fill you to overflowing. Bring your business to Jesus. I feel like fresh oil and fresh provision. Lord, release your fresh provision today. In fact, I saw on the TV this morning there's a woman... She's exporting uh, baby formula to the United States. I don't know if you saw that. And the headline of the news was hope, bringing hope. I feel like God wants to raise up entrepreneurs. He wants to raise up innovation, even in this place. I don't think that company's very old. But he wants to release through us innovation. He wants to release provision through us. Innovation and invention. Maybe it's a side hustle. But I feel like the storehouses of heaven are open this morning. God's pouring out his new wine. He's pouring out his provision. Can you say amen? Everybody loves a wedding. And I see God pouring out, pouring out his spirit in this place. Like Jesus at the wedding at Cana, where he fills the jars with new wine. And I managed to witness the three pilots in the car park at that wedding. I feel like we minister out of overflow. Overflow. And we take God's presence. We take, he touches us in these meetings. But then we go out into society and transform society. Can you say amen? It's like, what are we doing the other 166 hours of the week? God says, take those encounters and bring transformation in my name. Can you say amen? GGC, you've been walking this great journey from your humble beginnings. And I remember those early days. Leo and Tony doing the break dancing on the streets, attracting a crowd. I was always amazed at that. But uh, people were drawn and people have been getting saved. And I have a, a sense that God is, you are making this city a city of joy. You are making this city a city of joy. I feel like uh, God will resource you like he did with the church at Antioch in the book of Acts. And you will see dramatic wealth transfers. And as I was praying, I felt something on the word dramatic. Dramatic wealth transfers. Even from unexpected places. I feel there are ministering angels engaged in that. And yeah, I did feel God speak about you getting physical land. And I do feel something about the double doors of blessing. Isaiah 45 speaks of double door blessing in the New King James. And I say, yes, Lord, release your double door blessing today. God's pouring out. He's pouring out his new wine. Sydney's invited. Australia's invited to a wedding. And we call the men from the north, south, east, and the west, come to this wedding. 
Come to this feast. Receive life from Jesus. He satisfies. He satisfies. I want to tell you, he satisfies. He satisfies. People are going to be drawn to this place, I believe. A well for the city. Even driving down Parramatta Road, people are going to be drawn to this place. They'll pull over their car and come in. And I feel like God's speaking about your new covenant foundations. See, God pours out his glory on his people, but we have this new covenant of increasing glory, surpassing glory. You may have walked in some amazing times before, but God says there's more. There's more glory. There's surpassing glory. There's increasing glory. And I feel like God wants to breathe on your new covenant foundations. We have this new covenant. There's a covenant of freedom. Sydney wants freedom. And God is dealing with, you know, heavy control churches, churches where there's religious control and things like that. God's saying, no, I can only pour out my glory on new covenant foundations. Unprecedented. I feel like this is an era of unprecedented glory. I feel this is a church that hosts the presence of God, hosting and habitation, ministering the life of the Spirit, not the letter of the law. A house of freedom. You will be marked by joy and thick glory atmospheres. This is a house of encounter, not just education. Moses had incredible glory encounters, but compared to the new covenant we are in, the Bible says the old covenant is considered no glory in comparison to the surpassing glory. Moses saw amazing things. His face shone in the glory. He was the shiny pastor. But the Bible says compared to that, no, no, no. This covenant we are in is a covenant of more glory, surpassing glory, ever-increasing glory. I feel like God is speaking glory. He's releasing glory over you. But it's, it's, it's that thing of new covenant foundations. He can't pour out the glory on uh, the letter of, when we were ministering the letter of the law. I'm sensing such a freedom in this place. Praise you, Lord. And I feel like, you know, Josiah. Oh, praise you, Lord. Leon. I just see you administering in the glory. You know, administering in the glory. New songs in the glory. New songs that are like anthems in a move of God and go out to the world. And God has designed you and others, like Renee gets up on the chair there. You're designed for the greater glory. You're designed. You're born for the greater glory. And I get the word canopy, the glory like a canopy. 2 Chronicles 5.14 Times where you're undone in God's presence. When God is moving, experiencing God's weighty presence, the kabod, touching lives of broken people. Many of you have experienced glory times like I have. I've been in revivals. I've seen cripples walk. I've seen God do amazing miracles. But God says there's more. There's greater glory to come. And I feel like God's saying, be hungry for more. Just feel like I'm in a party today, but it's only just starting. God's pouring out, pouring out. I see you giving glory to Jesus. He gets the glory. And this place is a well for Sydney, for Sydney to come for a drink where heaven touches earth. Dreams are going to be fulfilled here. They already have been, but people colliding with their God destiny in a house of miracles. And I felt God say, Leo is a master builder. When I was praying for Leo, you know what I saw? I saw a picture of a jet fighter. I asked the Lord, what does that mean? It's like, you're, you're my jet, you know? I felt God say, Leo is my heavy apostolic artillery weapon. 
and I'm taking GGC and Leo and Christine, I believe, uh, yeah, church GGC into the supersonic. Jet fighters go into the supersonic. I feel like you're going into uncharted territory where no one's been before. I was going to say where angels fear the tread, but the angels aren't fearing the tread there. They're with you. But uncharted, supersonic, jet fighter into the uncharted territory. You're breaking new ground in Sydney. You're breaking new ground in Australia into the nations, even for others to come behind. The supersonic and the unprecedented. Jet fighters have this great ability and uh, they have this great flexibility and maneuverability. Oh, I said that word right, maneuverability. <laughs> right. Flexible teams. I know, the, I know the Top Gun movie is out. You're like God's Top Gun. But there's also this sense of propulsion and apostolic thrust out to the nations. So exciting what God's doing. I feel the word harvest over GGC. That God has given you this building for a harvest. You know, the wedding at Cana was this attractive, contagious Christianity. And I feel the Lord wants to restore the language of harvest to the church. I mean, when in COVID, people stopped talking about harvest. But I feel like... The fields are ripe for harvest. Can you say amen? Amen. Praise God. Why don't we turn to the book of Zechariah? Some promises for GGC and for you out of this book. This great life we have in the Holy Spirit. Everybody loves a wedding. Come to the wedding. Come to the feast. Christianity, we should be living our lives like it's a feast. I mean, sometimes I feel like I have too much fun. I don't want to be one of these religious Christians, you know, moping around, everything's too hard. No, we were born for victory, we were born for destiny. We do have some challenges, but we should enjoy the journey. Christianity should be a feast and a festival with Jesus. And he's pouring out new wine and new oil. And so uh, point number one, GGC, uh, GGC, As a church without walls. I see you as a church without walls and you will have many marketplace miracles. In Zechariah 2 we read, run, tell that young man. Zechariah 2, run, tell that young man. Jerusalem will be a city without walls because of the great number of people and animals in it. And I myself will be a wall of fire around it. Talking about fire before. A wall of fire. God's the wall of fire around it. But this is a city without walls. There's no divide between the sacred and the secular. So like I do church on Sunday, then I do my life the rest of the week. It's just the flow. I take encounter into the marketplace. I take encounter into the workplace. And there's a fire around your vision. I see you as the city without walls. No divide. Many marketplace miracles. I mean, I'm in the marketplace. I'm a pastor, but I have my own business called The World Loves Melbourne, and I have a company, and I just celebrate my city. God said, just celebrate your city. So whether that's, you know, um, speaking words of encouragement over a waiter or a waitress at a restaurant, to giving prophecies to business leaders in the marketplace. I mean, I've prophesied most of my prophecies probably in the marketplace. And I prophesied over a, a, a... one of the world's top coders. And out of that prophecy, he meditated on it. He got a, he got a vision for a cybersecurity solution that's been uh, talked about by the top companies in the world. I had a word for a diamond mine operator about the f- mining the floor of his diamond mine. And he got, oh, just give me words to speak in the marketplace. 
I was, um, we were holding the hand of a Hindu woman in, a, in an Indian restaurant the other day, just praying for her for, for healing and, and, and speaking words of life. God just said, prophesy life over your city. Prophesy life to the dry bones. I want to encourage you in the workplace this week. Speak words of life. Don't join the choir of, you know, criticism. But speak life over your city. Speak, take that fresh oil and speak life over your family. You know, we used to be a family that was very sarcastic. It's the Aussie way, right? So we'd gather around. We'd be watching television. We'd say, oh, yeah, it looks like you, you clown, you know, to television. But then God spoke to me and said, no, speak words of life over your family. Let your family be a greenhouse of encouragement. Don't go the Aussie way on that one. Speak words of life. So I started to speak words of life over my brother. Uh, you're a champion. You can do this. I'm not saying it was just because of that, but he's, he's one of Australia's top business people. Um, and, and, and just, yeah, just speak words of life over your family this week. Amen. All right. Marketplace. I believe God's got a miracle catch for GGC. He's been preparing the nets. God gave me the word influence the influencers. And then a prophet confirmed that. And so I go to a lot of events in Melbourne. I just sometimes just have a good time. But I have these prophetic moments where I get to meet with people who are influencers in my city, politicians, entertainment, the art, sport, top people in their fields. I get to speak words of life over them, sometimes prophecies. And I want to encourage you to influence the influencers, influence the culture carries, bring the kingdom of God to your business, bring the kingdom of God wherever you are. Can you say amen? The church needs to invade the marketplace as the city without walls, amen? And I feel Zechariah 2 also, it says here, Be still before the Lord, all mankind, because he, God, has roused himself from his holy dwelling. I feel like God's roused himself from his holy dwelling over you, over this church, over you personally. God is jealous over you. He's jealous over his church. Can you say amen? All right, and then moving along. Zechariah 3 talks about the branch, Jesus. The branch is coming. Uh, thank you, Lord. It says, I'm going to bring my servant the branch. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, talking about Jesus. And I feel like Jesus is coming to Australia. He's already here, but I feel like he's coming so powerfully through this church. He's coming so. Jesus is the answer in these times. A lot of people are intimidated by what's going on, but Jesus is the answer. He's the way, the truth, and the life. If you don't know Jesus today, I pray that you'll get to know him. But it talks here about the branches coming in Zechariah 3. It also talks about salvations. Is this not a man, is not this man a burning stick snatched from the fire? The Lord said to Satan, The Lord rebuke you, Satan. The Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is this uh, is not this a man, or is not this man a burning stick snatched from the fire? God wants to snatch people from the fire in Sydney. And I, I believe that God wants to use you and me to reach people with the gospel. The gospel is the power of God for salvation to everyone believes. The gospel is, is the power. People get intimidated by what's going on out there, and it's, it can be pretty heavy. But the gospel is still the power of God for salvation. I see many people coming to Jesus. I see clusters not just ones or twos, but I see tens, twenties, thirties coming to Jesus. Amen. Even through this church, I feel like God is bringing a healing revival 
to this nation that you're part of it. Amen. So a city without walls. You're a city without walls. Not just Sunday church, but all through the week. We are the church. In your sphere of influence, in your office, in your school, we're the church. We bring life. We bring hope. We bring healing. Amen. We bring joy. We should be the most celebratory people in Sydney. You see people at the, at the NRL, the origin. People go crazy about origin. Pity about the result. In fact, Melbourne won origin. Monsters from the Melbourne Storm. <clears throat> A bit cheeky, aren't I? But we get excited at the NRL, but I feel like we should be the most celebratory people in town, amen? All right. Praise you, Lord. Next point. I feel like God's saying you're an alarm clock to the nation. In a now season, you're going to speak of a now season and a season to come. It says here in Zechariah 4, the angel who was speaking to me roused me as a man awakened from his sleep. And I feel like God's speaking about an awakening and he's calling his people to awaken. But I believe something is starting here where God's awakening us in a good way. We're being awakened to everything God has for us. We're being awakened to the fact that it's not business as usual in Australia in the church. Some of us have been in church for years, but God's saying this is a new, fresh season of new things we've never seen before. We need to understand the times we're in. And I believe God's saying, wake up, Australia. Wake up, Sydney. Let's wake up to what God has for us. Maybe we could play, I feel to play something this morning. I don't know if you're there on the sound desk. If you could just play that, play that clip. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Waken. Wake up. Awaken. God's saying, Awaken. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. You're an alarm clock to the nation to wake up. The angel roused me as one awakened from his sleep. Some people are asleep to the urgency of the hour. But God's saying, wake up. Wake up. There's an urgency in these times. Waking up to Jesus is the answer for our generation. Waking up that today is the day of salvation. Now is the time for Australia. Waking up to the nations and the need for apostolic Christianity. Waking up to the blueprint of New Testament pattern. God calls leaders and churches to be an alarm clock for the nation. This is not a time to sleep. This is not a time for business as usual. Praise you, Lord. I see God connecting you with powerful prophets that will be based among you with a fire. I see fiery prophetic coming from this place. Fiery intercession coming from this place. Fiery evangelists coming from this place. There's a wake-up call going out. We are in the early stages of an awakening. And God's saying, wake up. Wake up, church. Wake up into your full destiny. Wake up into your fullness. The fivefold gifts bringing fullness. The fivefold gifts bringing unity. God says, wake up. Wake up to everything He has for us. Thank you, Jesus. Let's say yes today, Lord. Yes, Lord. I say, yes, Lord, I recognize it's a new season. I'm waking up. I'm waking up, Lord, to everything you have for me. 
and that we are an alarm clock to the nation. For those that are sleeping, we say, wake up, wake up, wake up. Wake up to your destiny. Wake up to your destiny, Sydney. Wake up to your destiny, Australia. It's time to rise. It's time to wake up. It's time to throw off your grave clothes. Throw off your grave clothes. Resurrection, power, and life in the name of Jesus. Let's give the Lord a shout of praise. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Amen. Amen. Thanks, guys. Yes, Lord. It's time to wake up. Wake up. There's a wake-up call going on. And I believe this church is an alarm clock to the nation to wake up. Can you say amen? There's an awakening. We're in the early stages. But he awakens us first. Thank you, Lord. Quickly moving along. GGC is a well for Sydney and the nations. I believe this place is a well for the people of Sydney to take a drink. I asked the angel who talked with me, what are these, my Lord? He answered, do you not know what these are? No, my Lord, I replied. So he said to me, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Not by might, nor by power or human effort, but by my spirit, says the Lord. I feel like this is the testimony of the house, your testimony. It's not by our human effort, but by his spirit. Can you say amen? Amen. House of glory. Thank you, Lord. Hurt people are going to come to this place, come to this well. Disappointed and disillusioned people are going to come here. People from religious backgrounds, they're going to be restored. I see you ministering life and God pouring out greater and and surpassing glory. I feel like you'll be doing things in stadiums as well. Like I feel like this house, but I feel like you're going to be doing some things in stadiums where the glory will be released. A church wrapped in glory. And I prophesy God's tsunamis over you, God's waves over you. Oh, God gave me these visions of tsunamis for the last, for many years. God's waves of glory, God's waves of joy. I see young people. I see waves of provision. I see waves of life. Even going out to the nations. God's speaking about waves and tsunamis. Who here has had a vision of a wave or a tsunami? Many hands going up. Yes. God's speaking to us about his waves, his coming waves. He's positioning his people. But God says it's connected to Acts 15, the restoration of David's tabernacle. God said he's restoring in the last days David's fallen tabernacle. This is a place where David's tabernacle is being restored. Thank you, Lord, that all men may seek him. Harvest. And so I want to release a word about God's tsunamis and waves of glory over you today. This is kind of a prophetic preach, I know. But I want to declare these things over you today. And my sister-in-law, Vanessa, is an amazing artist. And she painted a prophetic picture a couple of days ago of God's impending wave. So why don't we put that up? This is a, this is, I pray this ministers to you this morning. Prophetic picture of God's impending wave. So this is fresh. This, fresh. this painting's fresh. And she says with the painting, this is her words, We are on the edge of revival And although it may have felt like a long, dry season, 
Just like when a tsunami is released in the natural, the water is pulled back, revealing dry land. But the tsunami of His glory is coming. God is holding, God is holding back the tsunami of His revival with His hand as He is waiting for more people to be ready and to join those on the edge of the wave. It's coming. And when He takes His hand away, the wave of His glory is going to impact everything. So we're like big wave riders in the glory. And we've been paddling. God's been positioning us for a wave. And I feel like for some it's been a dry season where it's like the waves pull back like with a tsunami. But God's going to unleash the greatest move that's ever been seen in history. The greatest wave of glory. And I feel like there's destiny written on this church as a well, as a hub of glory. I feel like God's positioning things and aligning things in this place because He's unleashing unprecedented glory over our nation, into the nations. But I feel like this place is a special place in God and a strategic place in God for release of His power, for the release of His glory, the wedding feast. Can you say amen? Amen. Moving along very quickly. Maybe you could leave that picture up. It's a prophetic picture. I pray it ministers to you. I feel like my sister-in-law captured something powerful in the prophetic. She's a powerful prophetic lady. Something about encounter. Often in the Bible, encounter leads to creativity and art. I could preach on that. I've got a message on that. But she had an encounter with God, and she translated it to art. Maybe some here today, you have an encounter with God? Translate that into the marketplace. Maybe you could create something invent something, paint something. Praise God. Number five, quickly. We touched on this this morning as well. Where it says in Zechariah, grace, grace to the capstone. And I see GGC as a model of grace in a graceless world. Foundations of grace, Zechariah 4. Grace, grace, it says. He shall bring forth the capstone with shouts of grace, grace. And I feel like God's grace is foundational here. And God's grace empowers us for mission. God's grace helps us to live in freedom, sanctifying grace, saving grace, empowering grace. So God's grace empowers me for mission. In 1 Corinthians 15, Paul says, I work really hard. Paul says, I work very, very hard. But he says, actually a secret, not I, but the grace of God within me. In other words, Paul is saying, grace does the heavy lifting in my life. He says, I work hard, but hey, It's really God's grace. I pray that's our testimony, that grace does the heavy lifting. Can you say amen? Amen. Moving very fast. Number six, GGC as a hub of fullness and completion where dreams are fulfilled. Foundations have been laid in this apostolic model and there's a grace to finish the job. He gave them the expression, a hub of authority. And this is his phrase in Zechariah, the plumb line is in the hands of Zerubbabel. And uh, just quickly, um, plumb lines in, in, in the Bible are used to um, build the house. They, they didn't have spirit levels back then, but they had these plumb lines to help you align the building of the house. And apostolic, apostolic ministries help with the building of the house, the plumb line. And the, and the Lord is saying the plumb line is in the hands of Zerubbabel, that this is an apostolic house. And I feel like um, 
Well, this is an apostolic powerhouse. I feel like Leo is a master builder uh, with so much to bring to the church. This house and the church is a five-fold ministry. But I believe God is raising up many five-fold ministries in this church. There already are. Um, praise God. Thank you, Lord. This is very important, uh, I believe, in, in God's strategic purposes. And the word complete is here. The hands of Zerubbabel have laid the foundation of this temple. His hands will also complete it. And I believe God's speaking fullness and completion over you. He's laid the foundations, but he's not just stopping there. He's speaking of fullness and completion in Jesus' name. Very quickly, very quickly. GGC as an innovation hub full of kingdompreneurs. I would say entrepreneur, but I say kingdompreneur. We need entrepreneurs hooked up with the kingdom, amen? If you are a business person, God doesn't just want you generating finances uh, for the church. He wants, he wants that, but he, he wants you to be a kingdompreneur plugged into kingdom vision. Can you say amen? Um, and then the Bible talks about the day of small beginnings. We know that scripture. Who despises the day of small beginnings? And I feel like God would get us to initiate and start things in business. I know prophets that have started companies and all things like that. And I feel like God wants us to step out in innovation and invention. He wants to step out in technology. And it may have small beginnings, but I feel like God wants to breathe on um, lawyers, doctors, architects, tech, tech people, dentists, innovators, developers, crypto whales. With invention, creativity, initiatives in the marketplace, streams where God is starting to open up provision, churches planted, doors into nations. Some of these things are in the early days. But I believe God is preparing us for a wave. And so, Lord, breathe on those initiatives, I pray. Raise up kingdompreneurs in this place. And then number eight, GGC as an apostolic powerhouse and standard bearers in Sydney. The plumb line is in the hands of Zerubbabel. And I see, I see in this wedding venue, you are preparing the bride for the return of Jesus. And there's an extraordinary picture here in Zechariah of the rebuilding of the temple and foundations being laid. But now here, the building is starting to go up. And I see an acceleration on you because of your foundations. And so we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I feel like God wants to pour out fresh oil today. So I'm just preaching some things, some prophetic pictures I see for you, for me, for Sydney, for Australia. His wave is coming. We need to wake up. His waves are coming. God's positioning us. God's positioning you. God's positioning me. It's not a time to be asleep. It's not a time to run away. It's not a time to be intimidated by what we see in the media. But it's a time to rise up. It's a time to be on the front foot. In cricket terms, it's a time to be dancing down the wicket and playing his shots. Cover drive, hook shot. NRL, going, powering through for that try. It's not a time to be asleep. And so today... I feel like God wants to release his fresh oil for a new season, for a new day. You may have been in church a long time, but I feel like God's saying there's fresh things in this season that you've never seen before. God wants to do something fresh through you. There's freedom in this place. There's joy in this place. The kingdom of God is a feast. God has such a feast. He has a, if you've been through a hard time, God has a feasting table in the presence of your enemies. 
Surely goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our life. Intimacy with Jesus. So why don't we stand? Thank you, Lord. Wake up. His waves are coming. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're so good. You know, there's something at the end of Zechariah. It's actually my final point, but it talks about in Zechariah, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. But then there's another verse there which talks about this oil that's flowing. And we can think, yeah, not by might, nor by power, but by His Spirit, that God's just going to zap everything. But God says, actually, there's oil flowing available to you 24-7. Ephesians 5.18 talks about fresh baptisms of the Holy Spirit, daily baptisms of the Holy Spirit. And there's an incredible verse here in Zechariah where it talks about us going out to the whole earth, all nations. But it talks about here, one translation, it talks about the sons of fresh oil, that God releases the sons and the daughters of fresh oil to go out into the whole earth. And I feel like the Lord wants to fill us today that we would be the sons and the daughters of fresh oil that would go out into Sydney, that would go out across Sydney, that would go out across New South Wales, across Australia and into the nations. Sons of fresh oil. There's fresh oil here today. I declare a new era of glory over you. God is releasing the sons of fresh oil of GGC into the marketplace, into the offices, the boardrooms, the business world the arts world, the sporting world, the medical world, the legal world. The wake-up call is going out. The foundations have been laid for the sons of fresh oil to be released into the whole earth. Lord, today we wake up. We wake up to the needs around us in society. We wake up to apostolic New Testament Christianity. We wake up to the King and His kingdom. We wake up to our mandate and purpose in the marketplace. We wake up to the nations. We wake up to prayer for all nations. We wake up to the urgency of the hour. We wake up to our destiny. We wake up to who Jesus is. We wake up that it's not by might, nor by power, but by His Spirit. Thank you, Lord. This is the beginning of a great awakening. The sons of fresh oil are being released. Even from this place sons of fresh oil, to take the high places of commerce and politics and government. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 40 years of apostolic foundations. The plumb line is in the hands of Zerubbabel. It's exciting. Because the Lord is speaking completion. I prophesy a miracle catch and a massive harvest. I prophesy new doors into nations. Zechariah talks about being prisoners of hope. Lord, I thank you that we are prisoners of hope. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for acceleration based on the foundations. Thank you, Lord. 
today we just release fresh oil upon your people. I release fresh oil. Let's be touched. Fresh oil. Fresh oil. Speak fresh oil upon you. Fresh oil. Fresh anointing. Fresh anointing. Thank you, Lord. Receive fresh oil. Fresh anointing. He's pouring out. He's pouring out. He's pouring out His Spirit. He's pouring out His Spirit. He's pouring out and He's pouring out and He's pouring out without measure. Spirit without measure. Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, Spirit. He's pouring out His Spirit on all Aussie flesh, on all Sydney flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We receive today. We receive today your anointing, your oil, your fresh oil. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Joy, joy, joy. Fresh oil, joy. Fresh provision. Lord, I just lose provision over your people. Lord, would you unlock the storehouses of heaven? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Provision release, Lord. Touching, Lord, even touching the billion flow. Thank you, Lord. He's more than enough. He's everything I need, everything we need. Just receive today. Thank you, Lord. Fresh oil, fresh oil, fresh oil, fresh oil, fresh oil. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. So good. So good. Thank you, Lord, for your waves and tsunamis breaking out, Lord. Unprecedented glory. Unprecedented, Lord. Uncharted. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for a great awakening in our nation. Great awakening. Great awakening starts here. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I feel like God wants to restore families. I feel like God's saying families are a big deal to Him. Think of those family members that are estranged right now or not following Jesus. Father, we claim them for salvation. We, we call in the prodigals, Lord. Prodigals of Sydney, we call them in in Jesus' name. We speak salvation over families, Lord. I feel like God is jealous over families. He wants to restore families. He's speaking of, of I believe, of family dynasties. Thank you, Lord. Call them in in Jesus' name. Not by might, not by power, but by His Spirit. God wants to do amazing things through you by His Spirit. He wants to do unprecedented things through you by His Spirit. Things that you've never seen before, He wants to do by His Spirit. Fresh things by His Spirit. Say, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thanks for listening to the GGC Life podcast. If you'd like to partner with us, you can visit ggclife.com forward slash give. We hope you have an amazing week. Be blessed.